0: Welcome to Transition of Style, a podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and identity meet. Welcome to episode four of Transition of Style. I'm your host, or co host, Corinne. Hey, it's Elena. Elena, what's going on? How are you? I'm good, I'm good. So, you know, we were just uh, having a bit of a chat off mic, and we were talking about hair.
1: And identity. Oh
0: my goodness, hair. (laughs) That's a big one.
1: We just decided, you know what, let's just uh, go ahead and turn the mic on and see what happens. Right,
0: totally. (laughs) But... We are going to have a little structure. We're going to talk about hair and how you, or maybe I'll I'll lend a little bit to it as well, how we use hair to communicate things about our identity and also sometimes about our sexuality. Definitely. Right? Yes. So that's that's a topic that I think a lot of people can, can sort of like <laughs> understand and like weigh in on.
1: It's pretty meaty, so I'm excited.
0: 100%. So I, you know, you come from the South. Yes. Okay, so... Good old Virginia. Virginia. So, we're talking about a place where, I mean, the South in general is like, you got to have your hair on point. Yeah. You cannot walk around with jacket of hair. <laughs> can't have the peas in the kitchen. Whatever they call it.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that in
0: so long, yet I love it. I mean, do people know what that is? I hope you know what that I is. I hope so. <laughs> okay, well.
1: Please Google it. If you get, if you yes, do not. please
0: find out what the kitchen is. It's an interesting concept.
1: <laughs> I remember, um, you know since I was like five years old, being in the salon with my mom, you know, Fridays, Friday nights, Saturday mornings, um, distinctly, you know, my sister, my mom and I would be in the salon Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Wow. We leave at 5 p.m. Holy. The entire day. The entire day. The entire day. It wasn't anything new.
0: So when you go to a salon and need to take a lunch break, folks... (laughs) Okay, we're talking about a serious experience here.
1: There's no such thing as a lunch break, because you lose your spot in line.
0: So you basically have to, like, it's a day of fasting, <laughs> walk getting your hair
1: done? Yes, yeah, so like, you walk in with, like,
0: oh you, you walk, know, oh you, you walk, walk in
1: with your, like, McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out starving.
0: Oh my God, I would never make it. Yeah. I, would, I mean, I had seriously, I have the hangry gene, guys, so, you know, the hangry gene will pop up on me, and the green in me comes out, and it's like... <laughs> It's Huck on full display if Can't I don't eat at the right time. So I couldn't be in an air salon from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., which is why it takes me about 45 minutes to get my hair cut. Anyway, <laughs> you know, but so you were there all day. And at that time, you know, you were wearing your hair long, right?
1: Yeah, my hair was probably, even at that age, hair was probably down a couple inches past my shoulders.
0: Wow. Yeah, okay. pretty so long. Had, yeah, and lots
1: were... of curls. They were like... Barretts. Wow. Oh, there were lots Barrettes. of things. Barrettes. Yeah, I haven't heard that term in a while. <laughs> oh my God. I remember just like cleaning up my apartment the other day and I had all of these hair ties. No and way. I was like, oh, maybe I should keep them. And I was like, for what? Oh
0: <laughs> I just tossed them really? so fast. What in the world made you think you were going to keep those hair, those hair ties? You know, just the slight hoarder. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're doing an intervention, guys. So sadly, we've now we had like slidden into, you know, a hoarding situation. That's, well, just really unfortunate.
1: No, I just, they were in the back of my closet as I was cleaning. And I, yeah, I had them and I just, for the first time, just like tossed them and said, I don't need these anymore.
0: Really? You were like, okay, no more. Yeah. No more hoarding no more, you know, doing the wrong thing here. I need to like, yeah. <laughs> what um, am I going to tie? <laughs> well, it's true. It's like, I mean, I'm surprised that you were like even considering giving them, but that's, you know, okay. But that's probably the hoarder in you. But whatever, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get past that. This is how rumors get started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what, when you decided, like you sounded it sounded as if what you were saying to me when we were talking earlier, you were talking about how you cut your hair like incrementally, you know, over time.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I've always wanted to, cut my hair by always, I mean, probably since I was 15 years old, Wow. just wanting to, you know, get a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter, but I never did because hair meant so much, you know, was such a, um, a staple in our family. It's the way you present yourself. It's the first thing that people see. So I was nervous. I was scared on the outside and on the inside, I was screaming
0: to cut my hair. Wow do you feel like the hair communicated um like I don't know good christian values like what does <laughs> what does it mean like what does it mean
1: yeah, I mean when I, really, when I wanted to cut my hair, I think it was just I wanted it to communicate something that I was having a hard time communicating myself,
0: right okay. at least verbalize it. okay, but before we, we i want to get into that in a second, but I was curious about like from your from the standpoint of like being southern, mm-hmm. like what does hair mean there? You know, why is it important to be, you know, in a hair salon, like getting your hair done for like, what does it mean? Is it, what does it say about you if you have like good hair and your hair is,
1: I mean, it just says like you take care of yourself, mm-hmm. that you care about, you're just like, that's a great question. I think it's just about what you, huh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm <true>? stumped. That's- <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's interesting because my, my grandmother was a beautician. Oh, wow. So hair, like she had the, you know, I, I believe she had her own salon. And then in my grandmother's house, there's this like side room and she always did hair. Oh, wow. There. So she had clients come to the house? She had clients come to the house. My mom's side of the family, for sure, just a full head head of hair, yeah. always done. Yeah. Um, and so for my mom, she always, you know, would instill in my sister and I make sure that your hair is done. Right. So you know, it's, it's a you, cultural thing. Yeah, it's definitely a cultural thing. And, you know, just making sure that you're putting your best foot forward, essentially.
0: Okay, great. Okay, so that that completely makes sense. So when you decided, you know, hey, I want to do something different with my hair, what was the impetus for that?
1: Um. So for me, it was like, as, as I mentioned before, being able to communicate something that was a little bit harder for me. And it was essentially saying, I'm gay.
0: Okay. Were well,
1: you were you out at the time? Or you were just coming out? When I wanted to cut my hair at 15 I was struggling internally. Um, I think at least for me I went through stages of am I gay? Am I not gay? What are, what are all of these feelings? And I came out later. I came out when I was like 20, like officially like 24, 25. Okay. But I always knew. Okay. Um, and so when I wanted to cut my hair it was like Maybe people will just know and or assume. And then I could be like, "Ooh, you caught me. <laughs> yeah. uh, guess there's no hiding from this.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: being me while being gay. <laughs>
0: Oops, I guess you're right. right. <laughs> uh, and then just kind of keep going on that trajectory. That's so interesting because it's basically like you putting it out there in this way with your hair, you know, maybe even also with your clothing to, to get them to out you in a way. So you don't have to do it yourself. (laughs) It's almost like I wanted somebody to
1: I wanted somebody to out me, but then I didn't want somebody to out me. Yeah. And that like that was a whole back and
0: forth. Clever. Very clever. You don't even have to you know use the words or say it. Now people just come to you and go, Are you perhaps? I mean now I think I'm I'm more perplexed
1: when somebody's like, Are you Are you sure you're gay? I'm like, um let's let's just just use your eyes for just a quick second <laughs> well um, sir I'm, I'm wearing the same pants as you yeah <laughs> like same color we look we match
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, you know, there's a flip side to it. It's like you don't want to make assumptions because like, Correct. you know, yeah. like one of the caveats we want to mention, like it just if you cut your hair, if you have long hair, you cut your hair, it does not make you gay. Agreed. You know, if you are a person who decides that they are gay and also wants to be masculine presenting and you have you have long hair. It does not make you not what you are. You know, it's it really isn't... You know, it is hard sometimes because, you know, there there is this concept of, like, people who can be identified just, you know, right at face value right. that, you know, you think that you know what they're about. But we don't always know, right? Right. And we are, we can't always make assumptions. And I am a big believer of if someone is who they say they are. Yes. Like, if, you, if this is what you're communicating, you say to me, I'm this or I'm that then I'm going to take you at your your word because I believe that you know you better than I will ever. So, you know, so it it is, we don't want to ever make assumptions, but it's, it's, it happens. It does happen, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely for me, um, it was, I wanted to be able to communicate something that I was just having a hard time verbalizing.
0: I think it's a really interesting way of doing it. And I, and I, I understand why you did it. You know, to not be able to verbalize it and feeling like this was an easier way to do that, then I respect that.
1: Yeah, I think for the when I actually did cut my hair, it was just because I'd wanted to cut it. I I had wanted to cut it for so long mm-hmm. that it was really easy just to say, yeah, go ahead and do it because I had, you know, for ten years or 12, fifteen years or whatever, I had already internalized cutting my hair. So,
0: so you when you finally did it, you do you feel like once you did it did you get the sort of desired effect that you were, were seeking? Like, did it, did, you know what I mean? Like, did, did it work out? You know what I mean? Like what you, you said you did it because you wanted to communicate things. What else, what other reasons were?
1: I mean, part of it too it. was, um, you know, me trying to, it was, it had a lot to do with me approaching women.
0: Wow. Okay. I think
1: partly too. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I've never really considered myself the quote unquote Hunter, Mm -hmm. if you will. Okay. Um. And so I, I think I cut my hair as a way for women to approach me, giving them sort of permission to approach me as opposed to the other way.
0: Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So the question is, did that work? What happened? (laughs) Like, did they just start lining up around the block, being like, "I'm gonna, I need to, like, I need to get online so I can give her my number."
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I would love to say yes. I would love to say yes, but when you have zero people approaching you and then you have two people approaching you, I mean, then technically,
0: yes. There is success there on some level.
1: Sure, if you look at it from a metrics perspective. If you take out the handy dandy spreadsheet and, you know, create all the formulas, then sure. Oh, that's funny. But I think a lot of it had to do, a lot of it was just internal. Okay. As well. And like just how I saw myself and I. Became a lot more confident. So okay. it's not like there were women lining up around the block <laughs> being like, hey, you, with the short hair. Um, it was just me being more confident.
0: So do you mean that once you cut your hair, you became more confident?
1: Yeah, because I I, could, <clears throat> I saw myself the way that I wanted to. Okay. Then and so I kind of, yeah, I put myself, uh, I'm not going to say like I put myself out there, but um Yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> that, that's interesting. No, I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing because I think that, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, we, we always, we're talking about clothes here, we're talking about style, and we're talking about, you know, identity. We talk about hair, we talk about, like, different, various ways that we want to sort of, like, um, sort of express ourselves. But you know, at the end of the day, you know we can do we can wear the great clothes, we can get a good haircut, we can do all those things, but there in order for us to truly move through the world in a way that you know either we you know <clears throat> we attract people who are attracted to us or or bring people into our lives, a lot of it happens a lot of times from like a self confidence aspect yeah you know it's it literally is like shining from the inside out
1: yeah, I mean I could have um not cut my hair and hopefully, you know, would have gained that same self-confidence either way. But me cutting my hair just really, um, it was just something I'd wanted to do. And so
0: anything after that was just like a bonus almost. So interesting. I mean, you, you were also talking earlier about like how after you cut your hair, even after that, you, you know, in sort of like in relation to you coming out, you started to like hang out and be in more queer spaces, but you didn't feel as if people saw you and were, they were still sort of questioning it
1: a little bit um you know what i would say yep i'm gay and they're like huh are, yeah no are, are you sure and i'm like yes <laughs> yes i am <laughs>
0: right, right that's so interesting that you were still being questioned about that
1: yeah but i mean that's their problem not mine
0: yeah that's very true i told every so. people it goes back to you are who <laughs> you say you are you know you can please take people at their you know their word um so, you know, what for me, it's like, I didn't, <clears throat> I cut my hair in stages. So I had long locks for years and I decided that I was just tired with hair. I got to the place where I was like, I am done with hair. It, that The locks were beautiful and I loved them, but they were long, they were heavy. And I was just like, I don't want to have hair like this anymore. Right. And so I cut my hair literally as just, just as a way to sort of like, I, I needed to get freed of like the, the heaviness of my hair. Um, even though, like I said, I loved it, but it was just time for something new. Right. And when I did it, it, you know, I just, you know, I went with, I guess, shorter locks and much, much shorter locks. And then finally just, you know, natural hair. But I mean, for a while I had like no shape. <laughs> so I mean, it's like wolfman Jack, like Whip Man Jack, just like crazy, like no, no shape. I was like, what is, my head looks like a mic. Like I, I look like a mic <laughs> with like one of those, I was just like, what is happening? Like, like one of those things, right? It's like just it, like yeah. a thing, like a like a windscreen sort of like on top of a mic and just like no <laughs> shape. And I was just like, "This is not good." I mean, I saw a picture of myself. I I was looking through some things yesterday and I found a picture and I was like, "What is going on with my sides?" <laughs> like it's like I mean. It, they could have been retractable. <laughs> Can you, like, describe was just like, what this, like, shape was? I mean, it was just, like, a mic shape. I just feel like it just looked like a mic. I don't know what else to say. It looked like a mic. And I was just like, something has to be done here. With like the, you As you were talking earlier, like, kind of winged out. Yeah, it was just too much. I was, like, literally, crusty the Clown, any moment, like... <laughs> just too much and so i was just like so i was at that time i was going to um somebody who was cutting my hair like i had found this guy who was around the corner from me and i didn't love the experience of the barbershop itself because it was just like it was just not an environment that i liked so much it was a little little rowdy and it was a lot going on but i liked the guy that i was getting my hair cut from and so i basically followed him to another shop and now i still use him and he you know he does house calls so it's really amazing but He and I have gone through a journey, you know, we went from the, you know, retractable wings, like (laughs) sides to like him giving me a little bit of shape. And then finally, like cutting down the sides. What made him decide to just kind of cut down the sides? So I think, you know, we talked about this for you in another episode. It's very interesting when you are working with somebody who is not just giving you a haircut, but also sees you. Like is really aware of who you are. Right. You know, like he he just like we we we've been working together for so long that he feels comfortable being able to say, I really see this. You know, and he's also the kind of person that just is going to go with kind of what he feels, and I trust him enough for him to do that. So I think that eventually he started to be like, okay, we got to deal with these sides, and he started to, to to bring the sides down and leave the you know the the top longer. And I was just like, okay, this is look, this is really good. I was it gonna say, right.
1: I was gonna say that yeah, it does take a lot of trust. It does take, and trust. when you kind of unlock that trust, and you're like, yeah, you you know exactly what you're doing, like. Take it from here.
0: Right, right. When you can trust somebody to that level, it's great. But, you know, we all go into places where, you know, somebody is going to give you a cut based on, okay, your face shape is like this, so I think this will work for you. But it's a entirely different thing when someone says... You know what? Actually, I don't see you like like you know. You talk about the soccer mom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's one of our favorite quotes. Like when that woman said to you, "I you this makes you look like a soccer mom." This doesn't really bring out your youthful like fun side, and you have a youthful fun energy. Right. I yeah. think that you know the guy that I work with. He's wonderful. Like he, we don't really have to have that conversations. I know that he, I know I know that he knows who I am. I know that we've had you know plenty of time together, so that he. Feels who I am, the essence of who I am, and is able to give me a cut based off of that. Right. You know, so we have this really great working relationship. But I mean, it, it started out rough at times. <laughs> so it was just like, you know, we had moments where the shape was not quite right. And you know, I after t- after a while, we started to just work in a more seamless way.
1: Yeah, and part of that trust too is it's a two way street. That's right, right. So it's not just you trusting him, but he's got to trust you to say hey you're gonna tell me exactly like if this doesn't work right. you need to verbalize it and just say hey you need to change this right now
0: yeah I mean we've had moments where it was like you know it was a little I was like boxy moments and I was like you know, it's a little bit of a Bart Simpson thing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with the Simpsons references today. <laughs> There's a lot of that. I don't know. I haven't even watched the Simpsons. But, like, you know, I know enough to know that Bart has got, like, basically hair. Like, square hair <laughs> cut. Straight like, up. Right. And I was just like, this is not a look for me. And so, you know, we would we got to a place where he, you know, it took a little tweaking. But he understood more of what I wanted. And he was able to, like, accomplish that but also keeping me and my essence in mind. Right. So, you know, finding somebody that can do that is amazing.
1: Yes. You when know? you can find that, hold on to them, follow them wherever oh, my they are. Goodness.
0: I hope he never moves. Cause that's, <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm like, where are we moving? I'd be like, so we're moving now? Yeah. If like, my guy
1: moved like closer to Lower East Side, I'd be like, cool. I'll see you every
0: other day. Oh my gosh. Where, where's the guy now?
1: Right now, um, for the top of my head,
0: yeah. Um, Wait, let's let's just just a second <laughs> talking about the fact that Elena basically has hair staff.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. No, um, I'm not. <laughs> I have uh, two barbers, um, just depending on what event I'm going to, and if you know Andy, who is at the Flying Row, is booked. Yeah. Um, and then I have somebody who does the top of my hair. Like relaxer, straighten. Amazing. Um, And then somebody who does the cut and color.
0: Wow. You have three separate people.
1: Like we said at the beginning of the episode, I'm Southern. (laughs) (laughs) Hair means a lot. Yeah. And I don't consider myself high maintenance in any way, shape or form. Except for my hair And I'm 100% okay with
0: that That's okay There's nothing wrong with that Yeah like you, But you sell You get it taken care of And it's it's great
1: Yes Um. They always know that Especially my barbers Know If I come in I probably go like every 7 to 10 days Oh wow okay. And if I'm there on like The 7th day It's probably because I have an event Oh To go to Okay Or if I'm there um. So I also go to this guy Daryl Bennett Who is On like 39th mm-hmm. Street, Street um, And like 5th Mhm. Um, and if he moved closer in, I, I would be, I'd go see him even more. That is incredible. You literally have hair staff. Yes. That's amazing. But I remember, but you talked about trust and Mm -hmm. I remember one time, so he's actually the guy who cut down my sides. Okay. First, he
0: was like my first barber. Wow. So you, before then, what were your sides like?
1: Um, they were, they, they grew out a little bit, you know, that like mini flat iron, That you Yeah. yeah, There's the regular flat (laughs) iron and there's like the mini one that gets really in there. I didn't want to go buy a mini hair like mini flat iron because that was just a lot for me. Um and again, short hair, a lot of maintenance, Mm -hmm. more maintenance than when I could just put it in a ponytail. Mm -hmm. Um but I was like, hey Daryl, I go to the gym all the time and I'm really worried about like just sweating out the sides. And when I sweat it out, it just looks like a weeping willow of sorts, and just shoots out, just like pew pew pew. And I, <laughs> and I and I didn't want that. It was just a lot, oh and I God. didn't want to go buy the mini flat iron. He was like, "Do you want me to just shave it off?" And I was like, "Whoa." He's like, "Yeah, I, look, I can shave it off. It's going to grow back pretty quickly. If you don't like it, you know, we'll we'll just keep it long." And he. Just, just shaved off the sides. And I was like, this is perfect. I mean, this can is you great. imagine? So how long did
0: it take for him to shave, shave those sides?
1: Let's see. So when I first
0: cut it. What were we talking about? Like five minutes? Oh, yeah. Like, like that. It was like less than five minutes. So less than five minutes, you literally like found this hair. Yeah. That made you feel like this is it for me.
1: Well, I mean, again, it's like it's still in it was still in stages because my hair was more forward. Yeah and the then somebody just kind of was like hey let me put some like pomade
0: yeah.
1: and like swoosh it back and i was like okay now like ding like wow. we found the right one that's
0: incredible how your 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 entire like a lot of your style a lot of your your um with your hair and even sometimes with your clothing it was just some you trying things
1: it was like me tripping on something and being like, I found like a secret door. Which we talk about. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's
0: interesting. We're going to talk about stuff like that in a, in a uh, later episode. It is about trying things sometimes. Right. And, but kudos to you for being open trying. Yeah. Because sometimes you find the most amazing things.
1: Yeah. Like he, he did. Um, I remember when he did that or like one time he forgot that I was more masculine presenting. Like we were just like in the midst of, of conversation and um, he like really, curled it up and he was like cool you're done and I was like no no sir we are not I was like what what is this
0: and he was like we are just so not done I was like
1: we're not done you get back here right no. now I was like you take this amazing pomade that smells like mangoes and you swoosh and he was like oh my my bad but that's that was the that's wow. what I knew that's so
0: crazy that he just fell into some sort of like that's
1: what I knew that I would never leave him that's what I knew that Like, he was just my guy.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. That's so funny how he just, like, one day was like, okay, well, it's going to girl it up for you. And you're like, what? And
1: I was like, (laughs) he took off, like, the cape. And I was like, you see this at the top of the head? It's a match. It does it match what I'm going for. And I was able to be a much more vocal about what I wanted. I'm still very okay with, hey, I'm just willing to try something. And if it doesn't work... You know, we just reel that back in. We make that U-turn. But that one, that was like big U-turn. Like we went to the wrong state. We put the wrong map. Put everything wrong in the GPS.
0: I mean, I, I, I told you. I mean, we we talk about this later, but there was a moment where, you know, I don't know. I had a moment of like driving, you know, in <laughs> California one time and, it, you know, made a wrong turn almost at the Mexican border. It was just like... Wow. Yeah. How did it go so wrong? I don't know. How did it go so wrong?
1: We've all been there. Well,
0: that's I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, All right. So I think we're going to wrap it up today. But that thank you for sharing that. That was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) So yeah, this today, you know, talking about like how hair sometimes um, helps us communicate, you know, identity sometimes, sometimes also sexuality. Um, it's interesting to hear your story about how you were using it to, you know, sort of out yourself, to just I just tell people, like, to tell girls, I'm gay, come I was come trying up to, me, to use please. my
1: hair to be a wing woman.
0: <laughs> and I actually used my hair, before I cut down the sides, to be an actual <laughs> wing woman. <laughs> they were actual wings. So thankfully, I had someone... Oh it's somebody who cared enough about me. You know, yes, I was paying him, but whatever. <laughs> to to stop what was happening. You know, the microphone hit that I was. Served. I don't know what was going on. Anyway, so we're going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. Um, please tune in for the next episode, and we will see you guys. In the- Bye.